At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Football Forecast Weekly, the most popular football program in America, featuring Dennis Tobler and Fred Wallen. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Football Forecast Weekly. We're heading into week eight in the NFL already, closing in on the halfway mark. Last week's games certainly upset the apple cart. In other words, the bookmakers and the betters have no direction to go. Now that Tampa Bay and many of the others, Green Bay, and on Monday night, the New England Patriots all lose straight up, putting a ton of money in the bookmakers' pockets, ruining everybody's teasers and parlays. And it's a good time to get some good information from Football Forecast Weekly because we were dead on last week, me and Fred and Fred Wallen, our, our guest. So first of all, I have to say something in a personal manner. My best friend, my college roommate, my fraternity brother, Bob Hopp in Columbus, Nebraska, had a stroke on Sunday. And my heart and my family's heart is with him. And we are praying for a recovery as soon as possible for Bob. So I must mention that he's been a big part of my life and I love the man. So get well, Bob. Okay, now it's time we're gonna get busy and get serious here. And we're gonna fill you with all kinds of information from baseball to college football to the NFL. So get your pens and pencils ready. It's the time of the show now where I introduce my brightest star and that's Mr. Fred Wallen. He's the star of Sports Overnight America on Sports Byline, Sirius XM, all the apps. And he's the man who knows everything about sports, the greatest sports radio host in the world, Mr. Fred Wallen. Welcome, oh, Fred, and thank you. No, uh, thank you, Dennis, and uh, thank you, Alan, for putting the uh, show together. There's so much to talk about, college football, the World Series, and, of course, pro football. That's, that's what, what direction do you want to go at the start? Uh, I think uh, let's take a look, quick look at baseball. We're lucky this week. We take the show earlier than uh, than they figured the baseball playoffs would be finished. So we already know who's in the World Series. I'm I'm looking at Houston minus 180 and the Phillies at plus 150. Any advanced thoughts on that, Fred? I think defense wins, and I think the Astros have the better defensive club. If you look in the outfield, uh, for example. Uh, Schwarber, a tremendous hit. I mean, no question, but he's not a fine left fielder. Uh, I just think the Astros in many positions are better defensively. Both pitchers, uh, both starting staffs are fine. The relief pitching, I think, leans toward Houston. They get the extra home game. So uh, 180 is a high number, but not as high as really I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to open like a 220. So I, I like the Astros to take the series and maybe take it quickly in four or five games, to tell you the truth. 
I, I, I think pretty much along the same lines as you. I don't know whether Philly's going to get the big boost from the crowd. And I also guarantee you that they will not pitch to Bryce Harper, the greatest hitter the major <laughs> leagues has ever seen. Because when you pitch to Bryce Harper down by one run with a guy on base in the last inning of your playoffs, and he knocks it out of the park in a wet rainstorm, that was ridiculous. I was absolutely ridiculous. I couldn't believe they pitched to him, but they put the Phillies in the World Series, and they're not going to pitch to Bryce. There will be he will get a lot of walks, but they're not going to challenge Bryce. I don't care who they are, but uh, I'm with you. And look at the experience the Astros have. How many times they've been there? Four out of the last six, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's tremendous experience. And you're they're pitching, and they're they're uh, closing pitching. Is all lined up. Everything's straight. They've got plenty of rest. Both teams have plenty of rest going in. First game will be Friday night. On that game there, it'll be in Houston. The first two games in Houston, we suspect Houston will be a big big favorite in that one. I mean, if I'm going to take anybody here, I'll take it game by game because I don't think the Phillies can win the series at the plus money. So I'll try to pick my spots and take plus money game by game. And we, we also want to, you know, we're Seven, eight weeks into the NFL, we're nine, ten weeks into the uh, college football action. So in the college world, I'm still sticking with my pick of USC to make it to the playoffs and make some hay. What do you have to say to that one? Well, the loss to Utah is certainly going to hurt. In the Pac-12 now, you've got uh, Oregon with one loss, UCLA with one loss, SC with one loss. You've got a lot of teams out there with no losses. It's going to be very, very difficult. It's going to take a miracle for one of the Pac-12 schools to make it to the Final Four as far as uh, football is concerned. But let me ask you guys a question, and maybe somebody listening or viewing around the world can can answer this if Dennis can't, because I have no answer for this. When's the last time a school has scored 30 points, lost by 15, and never punted once in the game? I'm going to repeat. Not if, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, UCLA, Oregon. UCLA never punted in the game. They score 30 points, and they lose by 15. Now, I've followed football since the age of five. I think you have done the same, Dennis. That's a lot of games. I have never seen anything like that. UCLA couldn't stop Oregon. Oregon couldn't stop UCLA. Onside kick uh, helped Oregon. Uh, fumble on a on a punt uh, uh, hurt uh, UCLA and one interception. And, and outside of that, UCLA never gave up the ball. Not Oregon never stopped UCLA. And UCLA obviously never stopped Oregon with the the 400 and, uh, 547 yards total offense that the Ducks managed to prevail up in Austin Stadium uh, in Oregon. But again, Oregon lost the first game of the season, 49 to three to Georgia. That can't be forgotten. I don't care. People say, well, that's six, seven weeks ago. Fine. You lose 49 to three. That's a pretty big hit, pretty big hit on the head. Now, USC lost to Utah, giving up 570 something yards to the Utes. And UCLA now has lost. So my, my point is the three schools in the Pac-12 is going to take a miracle because you got Michigan, Ohio State, you've got Tennessee. You've got Georgia. You've got Alabama with that four-point loss. It's going to be in front of the Pac-12. If everybody's got one loss, 
Alabama is going to be head of the Pac-12. You agree? I mean, just in the uh, yeah, I, mean, I think as we're so far out, anything can happen. We've watched them all get beat, so they can all get beat again too. So, uh, college has got a ways to go. There's nobody that sticks out unless you want to say Georgia at this time. Well, we'll we'll be we'll come back talk to a little more football. Let's take a break now, and we'll be back and we'll take a look at the NFL when we come back on. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-854-6576. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-854-6576. That's 800-854-6576. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Paid for by U.S. Medical Supply. Call 800-406-6098. That's 800-406-6098. Again, 800-406-6098. That's 800-406-6098. Welcome back to Football Forecast Weekly, everyone. I'm here, Dennis Tobler, at Bet Central in Las Vegas. I have on the show with me Fred Wallen, one of the brightest football analysts in the country. And what we're going to do now is take a look at some of the Sunday NFL matchups. And if you were one of the ones that got bombed last week, I would say you probably did not watch our show because we were right every step of the way. And it seems like the betting public took a hit last week. So this week in the NFL, Kansas City and the L.A. Clippers are the only two that come up with a bye this week. And I think uh, I think the Clippers need it or not the Clippers, the Chargers. I'm sorry, people. The, the Los Angeles Chargers are the ones who have the bye this week. And I don't I think they de- they definitely need it. So uh, on to the games. First game up, Fred, we're going back to London this weekend for a game against the Denver Broncos and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are 3-39. and I don't think anybody's going to get up at 6.30 in the morning Pacific time to watch this game. You have to watch it on ESPN+. Plus. So if you don't have ESPN+, Plus, maybe you're fortunate you won't be able to watch it. Um, however, Denver's fun to watch in the fact that they're so bad, it, it's almost laughable. And if you talk about a, a one and done type coaching situation, Hackett 
is got to be, I mean, it, there's no, unless a miracle happens the second half of the season, uh, Hackett's got to be gone. They cannot bring him back. He's made simply too many mistakes from game one to the fourth and five, not giving it to Wilson and, and, and all along the line. And again, Wilson didn't play last week. He probably will play this week. Rippey played last week. Uh, but it doesn't make any difference. Denver is just a horrible team, a horrible to watch. And, uh, and the funny thing is, they've got the wide receivers. I mean, uh, you should be able to find them. It's got to be that offensive line. Wilson could not have dropped from up here down to here this quickly unless he's severely injured. And he wasn't injured in game one. So all along the line, he's played on the average and play last week. I think he's going to play in London this week. We'll see what happens. But you can't wager on uh, uh, the Broncos. In fact, in May or June, when they opened this whole thing up, when you found out this game was going to be in London, the Broncos were six-point favorite, I believe. And, and now the Jags, whatever, three or three-and-a-half-point favorite. It's like a 10-point switch. Dennis, you have followed this awfully – long time but when have you seen a 10-point switch oh i've seen them before and these games in london irritate me i don't think anyone is going to watch this game I, it's going to be very interesting for me to see how many people in london show up at this particular game the jaguars are three-point favorites here they they are no better than they always were lawrence is not very good quarterback uh, maybe he needs more experience. I don't know. One thing Denver does have is a tremendous defense. They gave up one long run, was all last week to lose to the Jets. And, and when their offense can't put any points on the board, they're SOL when it comes to winning. So I'm, you know, this game here is 39 and a half. I doubt they score 30, 21 points in this game. <laughs> I'm going to play the under in this game in a foggy London stadium. And uh, I'm not going to watch it. So everybody, you're on your own with that one. All right, let's quickly move on to the Chicago Bears. On the road, take the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, nine and a half point favorites over the Bears. The Bears got a big win at New England on Monday night this week. What do you say about that one? Big number. Uh, but, but I'll be honest with you, uh, Fields played well. I mean, he had some bad, one bad moment outside of that. He played a pretty darn good game against a uh, Belichick, not, really well, not well coached uh, game last night. You know, you talk about uh, all the victories, 324 victories, this and that. And yeah, he might be the best coach of the modern era. I'm not questioning that. But, you know, when they're talking numbers, Dennis, I don't know if you agree or disagree, but they play more games. So the 324 yeah. is a lot easier to reach than the 324 in George Hallis's time or even right. in Shula's time. So, right. I mean, yeah, people have to remember that. And I would, you can't argue that Belichick with all the championship Super Bowls is not the best coach in this era. But as far as all time, I don't know who the best coaches of all time. And last night, I believe he made a bad mistake. I don't think you treat a young quarterback as he, play, as he treated Mac Jones. I just don't think you do that. What, uh, he threw one interception. And then he promised, according to the sideline reporter, that both quarterbacks would play in the second half. They didn't. And the Bears win easily. Could have been worse than the 36-23. And the Bears are looking up uh, from that aspect. I think Dallas's defense is fine. 
uh, very good, solid. I mean, they're unfortunately lose to, to Philadelphia, but uh, their Dallas defense is fine. You can't wager this one way or the other because I think that number is high, and I think the Bears could keep it close. Yeah, I think so too. I think the Bears could keep it under the number here, and he, the uh, the quarterback for the Bears has been able to run the ball. They may be able to run the ball against Dallas because they have a over pursuit defense. So I'm going to take the Bears plus the nine and a half here. Probably hold my nose in doing it. Let's try to get one, one more game in here that uh, may be of interest to in people on the East Coast in our new markets with Astound Network. Let's go to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers Philadelphia Eagles matchup. Now, the Eagles are 10 point home favorites in this state versus chance this. Pit, uh, the state championship of Philadelphia. Um, so how do you see this? Philadelphia is at home playing very well. Like I've mentioned many times, they're the top rated team by the wise guys in the NFL. Pittsburgh, they played one heck of a game, but how did they do it? Well, uh, again, you know, Kenny Pickett will be a top-notch quarterback in the NFL. However, this is his first season. When he's playing his home, the fans are totally on his side. Obviously, he played at the University of Pittsburgh, but they're dominated here. And not only that, Philadelphia, the Eagles, had the week off, resting. So that means any injuries, probably the, not the severe ones, everybody's going to be back. Hurts, uh, you can't say much except he's played exceptionally well all season long. That number is big again. I mean, so you always have to wonder about a, a back cover or something like that. But all things being equal, Philadelphia should totally dominate the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tomlin, again, has been there, what, uh, 16 years now. You wonder if he's going to step aside at some point. However, you know, just because Pickett is only going to get better, and they have the wide receivers. I mean, uh, the point is that they've got some now young wide receivers that can do some damage. But in the end, in this game, you got to go with Philadelphia. In fact, I think Philadelphia scored a lot of points. What is the total that you have the, at last time you checked? Uh, 44 is the total on that one. I think I honestly think Philadelphia might score 40 by itself. So 40 to 7, 40 to 10, 40 to 13, something like this. So Fred would think that there'd be a lot of points here, and I'm, I'm going the over. I tend to agree with you on it, on all sides of it. I look for Pittsburgh to fall on their nose. They will eventually. They just don't have the players. Maybe it was the weather. I don't know. I don't look for them to play well at Philly. I look for Philly to kick them really hard. I like the over also. Um, Pittsburgh's going to have to have time to adjust to new, their quarterback situation. So let's take Philly on this one, and we'll take it to the bank. The Las Vegas Raiders are at New Orleans. The Raiders come off a big win last week, and uh, they weren't expected to, but they have a very good ball club. And if they get uh, the coaching manipulated to the players, they may be a very good team. The Saints opened one-point favorite last week. This week, the Raiders are two-point favorites. The total went from 44 to 48 and a half. So there's going to be scoring in this matchup, no doubt about that. And uh, the Raiders, two-point favorites on the road. Fred? Well, with McDaniels, they can never be a really good team. Let's just put that aside and assume that's reality. Uh, sorry, but that's the way it is. Uh, Carr played well. Jacobs has played well now two or three games in a row. He's going to be awfully tough to stop. In fact, again, I play fantasy. Unless the 
you cannot not play him because against the New Orleans defense that does give up a lot of yardage, you got to play Jacobs as one of your running backs. And against uh, uh, this kind of a defense in New Orleans, uh, I think the Raiders will win. And I also think uh, the Saints can score some points. Uh, I, again, we don't know at this point if it's going to be Dalton or Winston, but uh, either way, uh, they can score some points. So I, I would probably, even though the numbers jumped, I think I might go a little over and I would take uh, the Raiders definitely, as again, you indicated, that number has switched three three points. Uh, so, I, But plus two uh, for the Saints is not enough. So I'm going with the Raiders and I'm going with the over. I agree. I think the Raiders are going to be coming out of their doldrums now. They're putting it together. Carr is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He doesn't make the mistakes. And that's something that the Saints do do. Each one of their quarterbacks, no matter who it is, will make the mistakes. I'm taking the Raiders here. I do think there will be a lot of scoring. 48 and a half is not enough. So we'll go with the Raiders and over in this one. Next game on the board, the Carolina Panthers who slapped New England or whoever they slapped last week as a surprise. Cost everybody big time in the contest. They're on the road to play Atlanta. Last week, Atlanta was a six and a half point favorite. This week, the Carolina Panthers have dropped that number down to four and a half. So in other words, the money's coming in on the Carolina Panthers on the road against Atlanta early in the week this week, Fred. Four and a half. What do you think? Well, you thought Carolina was giving up, uh, getting rid of uh, McCaffrey and, and Robbie Anderson, yet they shocked the world as well as they played last week, the team got together. Now, can they do it two weeks in a row? Atlanta's not that good that you can say it's an automatic victory for the Falcons. So I'll lean a little bit toward the Carolina to come back and play close. Well, I'm going to think that uh, Carolina sucked it up for one game, but it's going <laughs> to hurt them now is what I think. I think going on the road to play the Falcons, who have overachieved all year long, simply overachieved all year long, I think the Falcons are going to come home with an easy victory here. I'm going to take Atlanta and lay the four and a half points. Um, I just look for Carolina to find those problems this week. I think they were overlooked last week is why they won the game. And they're all pros. So if, if, if they come out and they get some breaks, any team can beat anybody. And that was proven last week. Okay, let's head on down the road here to Detroit where everybody wants to go for sure. And it's the Miami Dolphins leaving their haven in South Florida to take on Detroit. Miami's a three point favorite here, solid number. Dan Campbell, fortunate to get hard knocks because he's gonna be in TV next season. I do believe unless a miracle happens the rest <laughs> of the way. They were scoring, the Lions were scoring at 35 points a game until two weeks ago when they were shut out. And, and then they scored six against Dallas. Honestly, though, up until like late in the third quarter, they were close to the Cowboys. However, Goff has shown nothing at this point. I'm a little bit surprised having seen him play at Cal. So yeah, I, I think you got to lean always against the Detroit Lions. And, and if it's close and you're, and you're playing the money line, you know they're going to lose. There's no question about that. So they're going to find a way to lose. So um, and they've got injuries. Uh, we're not sure the 100% of Josh Reynolds, uh, the, uh, the the fine wide receiver, 
And so all in all, you can't not, you cannot uh, bet the Detroit Lions. You must go the other way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I believe last week I said there's no possible way Detroit could play Dallas close. And you wouldn't believe this, but at the Circa high $6 million contest here in Las Vegas, one of the consensus picks was the Detroit Lions on the road against Dallas. So that, while I'm on the subject of the, the Circa contest, everybody puts in five picks a week. The consensus five picks last week of 6,000 individuals, all five of them lost. Oh, and five of consensus picks from people who put $1,000 in, 6,000 of them to enter a contest. Now, that doesn't happen very often when some of the best handicappers in the world's consensus go, oh, and five. But that being said, I went four and one. Okay, we've got time to hit a few more of these before our break. So let's let's move it on down to Arizona. The Cardinals are on the road again this week, and they're playing Minnesota Vikings. Uh, the Vikings last week were six and a half pay, point favorites in this matchup. And from their game out of last week and their injury situation or whatever, the line is only three and a half now. So they're three and a half point favorites over Arizona at Minnesota in the Dome. If you look at the defensive standings in the National Football League, uh, Minnesota, even with its record, is 26 on the defensive side. Murray seemed to find himself uh, last week. You've added two wide receivers now. Uh, Hopkins, you saw what he can do. Robbie Anderson will catch some passes. So I, I think you got to take the points in Arizona, and I think that's why the number is, uh, has moved because uh, – uh, boy, the play Arizona played last week. And again, you got to look deep into those numbers. You know, if you give up on in, in total yardage, 26 in the league, eventually, I think, Dennis, and you know this, it's going to come to hit you in the head. You've been very fortunate that it hasn't so far. But again, with Murray improving each week, I'm taking Arizona here. Yes, I'm going to take Arizona, too. I've, I haven't been sold on Minnesota. However, they've played well enough uh, during the course of the year. That hook, that three and a half, that half point on the end of that is probably going to be the difference in this game. I look for either team to win it by three. So, therefore, I will take the Arizona Cardinals plus the points in this one. And don't be surprised if there are a lot of points scored, too, in this, this matchup. Well, we've talked a lot about Belichick and – and his team's on the road to play the red-hot New York Jets, who are 5-2 and two on the season, surprising everybody. And uh, this surprises me. The Patriots are two-point favorites on the road. Does that surprise you? Yeah, especially off of last night, Monday night, excuse me, off of, uh, uh, off of Monday night's performance. Uh, again, I think, who am I? I'm not a coach. I think Belichick made a mistake. You start the quarterback who's been injured in Zach Jones. You give him more than one interception as a chance. You pull him, and then Bailey Zappi played well originally, played horribly in the second half, and apparently, according to what we heard on TV, the uh, sideline reporter indicated that Belichick indicated that both quarterbacks would play in the last 30 minutes. They didn't uh, play Jones. I think he's going to start Jones here. And, and I think it can also cause some problems in that locker room. 
we've both played enough sports to understand this. If there's some question about who's the quarterback going to be or the point guard going to be in basketball or whatever the case might be, and some guys were on some, one guy's side and some guys on the other, this could be happening now with the Patriots. Belichick may have helped cause it. I think you just give the quarterback more of a chance. If Jones plays horrible the first half last uh, on Monday, okay, then maybe you pull him. You don't pull him after one interception. I think you put too much pressure on the club. You saw the results. The Bears could have won worse than 36, by, by a bigger number than 36-23. And if the Bears can beat you by that many points, you got a problem with the Patriots. Well, I think the Patriots, uh, I don't tend to agree with you wholeheartedly on that. The crowd wanted Zappy. Zappy come in and threw two touchdowns in quick order. I don't think that Mac Brown or whatever, whichever Mac it is, is that good in the first place. Uh, so I don't think he did anything wrong by doing that. Gave himself a better chance to win. But you're right. There is now a quarterback controversy in New England. And in this matchup, I'm going to take the Jets. I'm just going to go with them wholeheartedly, a big crowd. They are playing like they want to win. They have the people that can beat the Patriots. The Patriots are no better off personnel-wise than the Jets are. I'm going to take the Jets here. I'm going to play them on the money line. So we'll be right back. We have a couple more games to uh, cover in the NFL, of course, the Monday night game. And we'll be right back with more football action after this short break. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare. What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel it's that easy so call now and start packing call right now 800-496-0979 800-496-0979 800-496-0979 that's 800-496-0979 are you over 50 would you like to get up to 33 percent more income in retirement then call now for this free book annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement that's right free this free book reveals little known truths about annuities in simple to understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity and it's free as a bonus we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers call 800-854-6576 that's right annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report both absolutely free for calling today call 800-854-6576 that's 800-854-6576 Sponsored by Annuity General. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Well, welcome back, everyone. You don't know how much fun we have on this set every week. I'll I'll tell you what. Between Fred and Alan, a bunch of jokesters. We had another jokester on the show, and uh, I should mention this. Uh, Trip Mitchell 
was the prior host of Football Forecast Weekly. He's gone his own direction to be a limousine driver now. So I will be taking over as the host in this particular situation, which is a great deal for us. We'll be able to bring you some guests, some bookmakers, and other people to interact with Fred and I as we go forward. So you have a different look to Football Forecast this week, but uh, the information is still the best insights and information you'll ever get on this planet. So stay tuned. We're back to the NFL right now, and I'm here with Fred Wallen. Fred, we left off with uh, New England, and we've said so much about them. I don't think we need to talk about them anymore today. So let's move on down to Tennessee, another road favorite at the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans came in here to Las Vegas last week, and many people thought they would cover the seven-point number. I was not one of them. I knew that the Raiders would blow them out and blow them out. They did look the Raiders have quality personnel. If they can get a running game going and an offensive line to protect Derek Carr, who's one of the three or four best quarterbacks in the league, they're going to go a long ways this year. So in my opinion, the uh, uh, Houston Texans, they didn't, they didn't hold a candle to them. Now, Tennessee played very well last week. They could have even won by more. They have the great ground game. The line last week was three and a half on the road for Tennessee. It's down to one and a half. Now, I don't know whether they figure that Tennessee played bad or that Texans played well against the Raiders. I don't understand the line movement. Obviously, we're earlier in the week and there may be some injuries. But from the line to go from three and a half on Tennessee down to one and a half on Tennessee on the road to play Houston, it seems out of whack to me. I'm going to take Tennessee and I'm going to lay the one and a half point on the road. Fred? I agree with you. I think the only question, as you indicated, was that uh, Tannehill may have hurt himself late in that game. That be the case, obviously, you lose your first string quarterback, anything is possible, but he can certainly play. It didn't look like it was a severe injury. So, and he came back to play. So, uh, most likely he'll start. And if he starts, uh, the, the Houston Texans, uh, they're going to, I've seen two, two different uh, power ratings. One of them, they're 31st of 32 teams, and one of them, they're uh, 30th of 32 teams. So, the point being, it's not a very good team. The only other side would be Tennessee is always sky high when they face Indy. You got the two top-notch runners on each club in Henry and Taylor with the Colts, and, and he was Taylor's back. So you got to wonder about a slight letdown. I don't think that's going to matter. The line is so short. And again, even if Tannehill doesn't play, the line should be bigger, I think, than it is. So I've got to go with the Titans here to beat the Houston Texans. Okay, here's another very exciting matchup, and this one truly is. It's the New York Giants, who are 5-1 and one on the season, I believe, or 6-1 and one on the season. They are the biggest surprise in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. They go clear across the country this week, however, to take on the Seattle Seahawks, who have been playing like balls of fire. Now, let me say this, and I want all the viewers out there and all the listeners to hear this plain and clear. The Seattle Seahawks are now in the lead in the AFC West division. There was not one person who predicted halfway through the year the Seattle Seahawks would be first place all alone in the AFC West. 
against all those powerful quarterbacks and those powerful teams. But it looks like Geno Smith just wants to make a name for himself now. Looks like Seattle's playing much better without Russell and without the complaining and without everything. Anyway, Seattle's a tough home opponent. They were one-point favorites last week. They're three-point favorites this week. So money's coming down against the Giants. This is a very tough matchup because I think the Giants are very well coached. I think they are very strong team. I don't think they can go across the country and get a win here. And I do think three is the key number. Whoever team, whichever team wins is going to win by three. That's what I think. I think it'll be a hard fought battle. Uh, I, I, I am hard pressed to pick anyone at this spot. But if I had to make a pick on a contest or something, I'd take the underdog Giants because you get a push. You get a half a point on the contest. You get nothing when you bet. But I'm going to go with the Giants on a slight wager here. Seattle's played so well, I hate to, but I am going to take the Giants. Dennis, uh, you made a good point about the most surprising thing in, in the NFL, and it certainly could be the Seahawks at this point, four and three in first place in, in their division. But And you also mentioned Geno Smith. There is, if you take a look at the quarterback ratings right now, in every single one of them, he's one, two, or three. That's impossible. I mean, if you've seen his career, that's impossible. So magic is going on uh, with, with the, the Seahawks. And it's got to be driving Russell Wilson crazy because the point is that he's playing so badly and Geno Smith is playing so well. And Russell's my favorite quarterback, but I got to be honest about that. Um, uh, the ball has done magic with the Giants. In, in physical talent, if you take one through 53, I don't think a lot of people would think the Giants should be six and one. But Duvall, Brian Duvall, the first year coach, there are circumstances that uh, there are coaches that can come out of nowhere to do uh, something like this, and he's doing it. I, I, I think uh, it, it's a game I would never wager one way or the other. I wouldn't wager your money on this. It's going to be too close to call, but it is going to be fun to watch. It really is because both sides are playing so darn well. You just, you hate, in actuality, since I've got no, nothing in this game, one way or the other, um, you hate either team to lose. I, I'm, I'm looking for a tie. I mean, I don't want either team to lose. No, no, they're playing so well. I would hate the street to stop. I would hate the street to stop. I really do. And you know, we spend a lot of time on this show berating the lousy coaches. And, and boy, I'll tell you, uh, there are some lousy coaches. <laughs> the Sunday night game last week, he did not kick a field goal when he could have gone up by nine points. And I'm not even going to say his name on the air because he doesn't deserve it. And they only won by six, did not cover in an easy cover situation. So these games you really don't know. But I want to say something about the Giants. There's something to be said about these coaches who come in and teach fundamentals and blocking and tackling and open the holes and let the ball run through the line. So it opens up the run, the play action passes and the RPOs, you know, but they don't do that. But the Giants coach, he's back to, you know, the, 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 the basics, the fundamentals, blocking, tackling, open the holes, let your good guy run the ball through it when you need to pass, pass. You know, it's so much better than the San Diego coach and, and half of these idiots that are out there now. I don't know, the Denver coach, you know. So 
I got to give the Giants a lot of credit. And I think coaching is one of the things that did it there. And I think they're going to stay up there the rest of the year, too. So I, if I took anyone, I'd take the Giants. But I'm like you. One of the best games of the week. Tough to call. One of the other big games this week, San Francisco 49ers on the road to take on the L.A. Rams. The, 49, the Rams were two and a half point favorites last week. Now the 49ers are one point favorites in this matchup. One and a half, excuse me. I just looked. They're one and a half point favorites on the road to take on the Rams. Looks like Everett hasn't been playing very well here. I don't know what makes the Rams a one or the 49ers a one and a half point road favorite because they haven't done that well this year. So this is a tough matchup. Give us our, your California view. Well, just take a look at the record, though, the 49ers versus the Rams, Shanahan versus McVay, total domination for San Francisco. Now, the 49ers have added McCaffrey and the Dodgers, the Dodgers and the Rams have lost acres. Um, and, and that's just a, a thing that should not have happened unless there's problems in that locker room. Acres wanted the ball more often. He didn't get it. Now they're trying to trade him by the November 1 trading deadline. The 49ers went after McCaffrey. The Rams went after McCaffrey. The 49ers win in that battle. I like San Francisco. Uh, I'll think uh, they played badly against Kansas City, but that was McCaffrey's first game. And uh, you've got, uh, uh, you got Matt Stafford and, and you've got uh, uh, Jimmy G, two above-average quarterbacks, but not much better than that. Stafford has not played well at all this year. I, I think the 49ers will find a way to win. And I'm a Ram fan, but I just think the 49ers will find a way to win. Well, on this one, it's, it's really hard to call on this one. And, and uh, honestly, the 49ers have beaten the Rams so many times that the numbers tell you you have to go with the 49ers. Actually, I'm going to go with the Rams and take any points I can get in this matchup. They're a home team. They're the Super Bowl champs. If they don't win this game, they may as well give it up. Okay, so I'm going to take the Rams plus the one and a half in this matchup. And now we get to the what might be the biggest game of the week outside that Giants-Seahawks matchup, the Green Bay Packers and their crybaby quarterback, unvaccinated, and the works are on the road to take on the most powerful team in the NFL, the most powerful team I've seen in a while, the Buffalo Bills. The line moved from eight and a half last week to 11 and a half this week. That tells you pretty much what everybody thinks. Rodgers has lost four in a row. And it don't look like he's going to win anything soon because he's a double-digit underdog on Sunday night this week. The first time in his career he's a double-digit underdog. Think about that. The 15 years, very first time he's ever a double-digit underdog. Uh, you know I'm not going to give anything over 10, so forget that. But I tell you this, I have a hunch Rodgers will find a way to score some points. So what is the total last time you checked as far as in this one? 47 was and a half, 48, uh, that range. I think Buffalo will score 35. So I think uh, if Rodgers can score 17, that's 52. I'm going over in this one. It should be a fun game to watch. Rodgers, whatever, look, I call him Aaron Ego, uh, unvaccinated. But one thing you got to say is um, when he's on, he's on. And I just have on, this is a game where even though Buffalo's got a good defense, I think the Packers will score some points. So I'm, I'm going over in this one. Yeah, that's a smart play if you don't want to play the Bills. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm playing the Bills. Uh, I see <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. 
<laughs> I have seen the morale of the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers has taken their morale to the dirt. He ended up on his face last week in a loss. And uh, the Buffalo Bills are just too powerful. Josh Allen has become, I don't know, what, what could you, he could be a Terry Bradshaw of the old era or something where he's just come to the top now and there's nobody playing better than him. There's nobody than the Bills Mafia crowd to be cheering against. And who would they want to beat the worst in the league? The Green Bay Packers. So I think they're going to kick their ass this week. I'm going to lay the 11 and a half, 12, 12 and a half, and I'm going to take the Bills. I look for them to win by 16 to 17 points minimum in this one. So we've been through the schedule. We'll be right back after these messages with our look at the Monday night matchup. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-854-6576. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-854-6576. That's 800-854-6576. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and help you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Paid for by U.S. Medical Supply. Call 800-406-6098. That's 800-406-6098. Again, 800-406-6098. That's 800-406-6098. Listen up, football fans. For this week's best bets, call us at 1-888-604-6863. That's 1-888-604-6863. Be a winner. 888-604-6863. Welcome back to Football Forecast, everyone. The Monday night matchup this week is a good one. In-state rivalry, the Cincinnati Bengals on the road to take on the Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati's a three-point road favorite in this matchup. It should be a barn burner. Fred Wallen, what's your pick? I think Joe Burrow has found his way. Uh, you know, he started slowly, uh, but I think the real Burrow has shown up. He had 340-something yards in the first half. If it had been a close game, he probably would have thrown for 550 or 600. He did throw for 481 yards. Cleveland's lost a lot of close games. I don't think this one's going to be that close. Look, I I think Burrow and Herbert are the two best young quarterbacks 
in the National Football League. I think Burrell is going to show it against the Browns. And uh, again, you lose a lot of close games as Cleveland has. And apparently after the game, there was an argument and screaming in that locker room. I don't care. Eventually, you break up. You, you break. You lose a lot of close games. And they're saying, well, it just shows that we want to play the rest of the season hard. Maybe, but maybe there is some split there. I'm taking Cincinnati, Zach Taylor, uh, Joe Burrow, big against the Cleveland Browns. I agree with you, and I don't know what's ever going to make the Cleveland Browns a winning team. <laughs> okay? I mean, the whole place sucks, all right? Cleveland, Northern Ohio, I'm sorry, fans up there. You're stuck with them. That's what we think in Las Vegas about it. Uh, the matchup, I tend to agree 100%. Joe Burrows is going to throw for all the yards he wants. Covering the three points will get you out of any kind of dirty water you're in if you happen to mess up during the week. And this just might be one of the best bets of the weekend is to take Cincinnati Bengals over the Browns. I mean, this is not – there's no home court advantage in this matchup. This is team against team, and Cincinnati is so much better than the Cleveland Browns. There's hardly any way – that they can lose this game. And if, if you like money line wagers, it's not that bad. 140 or something on the Cincinnati Bengals to win the game straight up. That should be a no brainer. The total went from 45 and a half to 47 and a half. I might mention, I think I'm going to play the over on that game too, because I think Burrow's going to put up 35 points. So uh, uh, on, the, on the Monday night game this week, we're going to both take the Cincinnati Bengals. So we got just a few seconds left in this week's show, Fred. You, you're you're going to pick the Houston Astros to win the baseball championship. Better defense. Uh, and, you know, nobody dislikes Dusty Baker. Right. He, de he deserves his first world championship. How many years has he been in this business as a player, uh, assistant coach, coach, manager? Uh, let's have Dusty win it. Nothing against Philadelphia. My Dodgers are doomed. Who cares? That's another <laughs> hidden plus, Dusty, in their in their dugout. It is a hidden plus for them with all their experience, with all their pitching, with all their hitting. I mean, I, I just think that – I think there will be a lot of scoring in some of these World Series games, but I'm going to go with you. I think the Houston Astros are going to win it. So that's all this week, friends. We'll be back next week with Football Forecast Weekly right here on this very channel. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. 
There's so much South Dakota, so little time.